Movie Sucktastic is a podcast about bad movies and the people that love them. But it's more than just a podcast. It's an, also an online presence. If you want to know more about Movie Sucktastic or want to become a part of Movie Sucktastic, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter, at Movie Sucktastic. You can find our blog at boothreviews.blogspot.com. Or if you want to give your own reviews that we might use on the show, you can go to reviews.moviesucktastic.com and check out our, our own little lunch.com community for Movie Sucktastic. Check us out and become a part of the show because the only thing more fun than a bad movie is sharing it. You prayed and believed your whole life and here you are. Explain that to me. What do you say to people that are offended by your show because you pray to Jesus in every episode? If we disown him, he'll disown us. When a 12-year-old watches his mother dying of cancer, a God who would allow that is not worth believing in. Life is really a tale told by an idiot full of sound and fury and signifying nothing. I am Professor Radisson. This is Philosophy 150. I would like to bypass senseless debate altogether and jump to the conclusion which every sophomore is already aware of. There is no God. All that I require from each of you is that you fill in the papers I've just given you with three Little words, God is dead. Mr. Wheaton, is something wrong? I can't do what you want, I'm a Christian. If you cannot bring yourself to admit that God is dead, then you will need to defend the antithesis. So your acceptance of this challenge may be the only meaningful exposure to God and Jesus they'll ever have. See, to me, he's not dead. I don't want anyone to get talked out of believing in him just because some professor thinks they should. Mr. Wheaton, are you ready? Science supports his existence. You know the truth. So why do you hate him? It's a very simple question. Why do you hate God? God's not dead. He's surely alive. He's You're listening to Movie Sucktastic. Go fuck yourselves. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can I'll write it and we'll do it live. Fucking thing sucks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't think he says yeah.
Yeah, in the background there's a guy. He says, "Yeah." I I think what what he's saying is and, and no. like, one, no. two, three. No. no. No, he's saying yeah. You sure? Yeah. Where Where's the movie? <laughs> the movie's not playing in the background. I, Why not? I don't know. Is this a Is this a Is this a sign? It might be a sign because I have the movie queued up. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, okay. Here, let's let's try it again. Oh yeah, there it is. <laughs> I have to stop it from. Uh... See, no, that's the the trailer. That's not what I want. Oh no! Is this divine intervention? Have we tread too far? <laughs> I uh, I have to admit, uh, I'm I'm not. I really don't want to review this because <laughs> just because of my own uh just just the way i was brought up and uh well, you know, the, the belief in god and i'm supposed well, to and all that shit i i well, don't i don't want to review this movie well for anybody who's confused at this point this is movie sucktastic i'm scott yeah. uh the hesitant uh believer is joey and uh, we're going to be reviewing God's Not Dead. Oh, it's not, I, even it's though not, I don't want to, I am. <laughs> and uh, um, I'm going to preface this right, review. Here we go. With uh, we got with it. the fact that what? Excuse me. Pardon me. No, it's just I got it. It's, it's all good. All right, but, I want to preface this review, and we we brought this up before uh-huh. that. Uh, we are capable of enjoying and watching films that we don't necessarily agree with. Now, at myself as an atheist, for example, mm. uh, I love The Ninth Configuration. Great movie. Very religious film. Extremely religious. And but... ends on uh, philosophical, theological, ends on the, on, the, on the idea that there is an afterlife. Right. Love the movie. I, I, I like the... Not like I love the idea that there that there there there's an afterlife. I really oh. do. Oh no, it's a great idea. Yeah. It, um, but yeah. so I, I'm all I'm trying to say is that uh, personal beliefs notwithstanding, we're reviewing the film, not backing up a political or religious whatever agenda. Oh yeah, this film fucking sucked. <laughs> so. Oh my god. Because the one thing you'll see is. If you go into the uh, IMDb reviews or anywhere else where these films are reviewed, you'll have a lot of people trashing the film, and then everybody, uh, oh my, like let's say let's say fifty percent, even though it's more than that, fifty percent of the people that give a positive review and defend the movie will claim that the negative ones are either hateful, uh, Christian bashing, or are angry and jealous because the film's so right. <laughs> so we're gonna just wanna st- just wanna weed that out right now. We're not gonna review the film that way. Exactly. We're gonna review it purely on its cinematic merits, which is shit. <laughs> so John, uh, what's the it, plot that God's not dead? The plot and my challenge factor later, we'll get to the challenge. My challenge factors into what the plot is in this. It's about a college student who's having a tough time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So my challenge, just think about that. Is it that. Transformers 2? It is not. <laughs> it is better than that. I will give you some hints later. Okay. Yeah. All right. So the big basic plot of the film is uh, this 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 kid 
Uh, he's a freshman. He's already picked all of his classes, and he gets Christian freshman. Right. Uh, he he picks all of his classes. He's got everything all set for you know semester wise. Everything is in order. So he goes to register, and the one guy tells him, he goes, "Oh, you have um, I don't even remember the professor's name. You have so and so." Uh, I should I should bring that up. Professor and, Radisson. That's right, Radisson. And he goes, oh, you have so-and-so. Maybe you should switch, because he sees the cross. He's wearing a cross around his neck. Well, anyway, it's become known that Professor Radisson is an atheist, and that he makes his class admit that God is dead, so that they can get right to the philosophy, right to learning in his classroom the way he wants them to learn. So right. this kid has a big problem with that, because he's a Christian, and he won't he won't sign the piece of paper saying God is dead, even though he's telling him it's 30% of his grade if he doesn't. So the, the story, the basic plot is you got a freshman with an atheist professor who bullies him <laughs> uh, and, and threatens to fail him, or at the very least, if he's perfect the rest of the way, he'll get a C, and he's trying to get into law school. And there are other factors in the film like there's a, a a businesswoman with her business boyfriend there's oh, uh, side, the, like, the, the, the ridiculous side stories yeah yes there are other side stories but that is the main plot is this kid battling his professor across three sessions that are 20 minutes each for him to prove that god isn't dead and he has to have the classroom agree with him the classroom is basically the jury right so that's the basic plot of the film now can I start right off? Sure. A philosophy professor saying, let's just everybody agree that this is a solid fact and ignore religion and move on to other parts of philosophy. Never, ever fucking <laughs> happen. Ever, 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 period, ever, period, ever. Right. It makes no fucking sense. Religion, if you, to, to remove religion and God from philosophy, you'd have to remove half of the philosophical uh, movements, uh, schools of philosophy, existentialism. I mean, that's built right into that. For, I mean, just it's it's fucking ludicrous. That and, and any philosophy teacher would tell you that would that any that any that any philosophy teacher would tell you this is a this is a definite fact that you cannot argue. That's the whole point of fucking philosophy. Yeah, philosophize. Exactly. <laughs> and he has a list behind him. Like, These are all. They, and they try to paint philosophy itself as anti-Christian because he has this list behind him. See all these philosophers here? They, uh, uh, they're all atheists. That's all they have in common. Yeah. So philosophy, obviously, if we want to really talk about philosophy, let's just get out this whole God thing out of the way. Not even close. With a philosophy. And I want to ride you like a canoe, but a gentle one. Gentle one. <laughs> now, the second part of that same thing uh -huh. a teacher saying deny your faith in your god or i will fail you yeah never never ne ever no. never never have never has happened you, never will never never ever 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 never never you bring that never. shit up to the fucking dean and you get that taken care of never ever ever <laughs> never ever ever has i'm saying happened, will happen if period if ever no. ever 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 happened you bring that shit up to the dean oh are this teacher, only, this professor is saying he's going to fail me unless I admit that God is dead. That's it. Done. You someone's, some, someone's leaving the classroom. They, they will bend over backwards for you to, 
for your uh, to reassign you somewhere else, or the professor is going to shut the fuck up. Yeah. Say I, God's I, dead one more time, motherfucker. I double dare. I double dare you. Oh, I, lo- I love this part in the film. The, this is the 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 sister of Kevin Sorbo, the Radisson. Uh huh. She goes. No, uh, this is the sister of Dean Kane. This is the business one, the uh, the business guy, uh, the one that basically tells his girlfriend that she has cancer. He's leaving her. Well, this is his yeah. sister visiting their mother who has dementia. Uh huh. And uh, she <laughs> she sees that she doesn't have a ring on her hand. Man, did she fall out of dementia real fast for disgust <laughs> and disappointment. <laughs> you slut. <laughs> oh, my God. She's got her moments where she falls out of dementia. It's very rare, but it's like oh, that, was, that was one of those moments. Conveniently. conveniently it's, it's only moments that involve, like, Christian uh, or religious um, clarity. Like, she can't remember her children, but... But when it comes time to give a speech about the devil, she, you know, everything falls into place. Oh yeah, and and the fact that you know, she uh, you know she's not married and sleeping around. She's a like you said, uh, uh. It's and, like, and I, I don't know what the fuck the the, the this guy the uh, Chuck Konzelman, the guy that wrote and directed this film and, and God's Not Dead too. I don't know what the fuck he has with well, uh, Har- people, Harold uh, Cronk. Direct, what? How, Harold Kronk directed this movie. I meant, I meant wrote, wrote. I'm sorry, the writer. Writer. Oh, wrote, Chunk, wrote, uh, yeah, Chuck Konzelman. He's him yeah, and Hunt, Hunter Dennis uh, also got credit for the story. I, I meant to, I meant to say uh, wrote and produced. My mistake. There's actually five uh, or four. No, no. There's three. There's three screenwriters on this. Oof. I don't know what he ha- what kind of obsession he has with elderly dementia. But God's Not Dead 2 has a completely separate character who also has a, a mother who's got dementia in, in a home. It, it's just like you got to have somebody. It, it's weird. I don't know why that has to hap- has to be in both films. It's weak story writing. It it's, well, it's really comes down to because their whole. Is there, is the, there any strong story writing in this? No, no. Uh, well, because what this film relies heavily on is that God is great. You know, that, that that I've heard family members say that, and when they do, I just... You know, they're family, so I don't say anything, but I'm like, come on. Just, really? <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't say anything about them not being able to believe in that stuff. Obviously, I was raised Catholic, very strict Catholic family, all of that, but... All right, but, but we, that, like, that has nothing to do with this. No, so. it, it has nothing to do with it. Right, but, so... But that, but what I'm saying is the film relies heavily on it. That's what I'm getting at. All right. So they'll they'll put things like that in the storyline, weak storyline plots like that, um, just be to just throw in there to prove their point that God is great, because even though this person has dementia, and even though this person is not good or this person is better, God is great, and all of these things are shown throughout the film to prove, quote-unquote, their point. Well, because every, there's a plan to everything. Right, exactly. Right, and that there's that, and we'll talk about God's plan at the end of the review. <laughs> yeah. Minor spoiler alert. Uh, no, no um, the spoiler, spoiler, I'll put that in the description. We're spoiling I the shit out of that. this one. I don't give a shit if anybody 
is upset that we ruined this film. You know what? Let's, I, I, let's not put it in so that maybe we'll get some extra hits. I don't know. <laughs> um, what so you, you have once you bring the, up uh, God, people you, really get mad. You have the uh, you mentioned her. One of the side stories is this woman that's dating this asshole business guy. Right. Uh, common theme is uh, professional people, professors, businessmen, uh, anti-religious assholes. Yep. That that's right at the top there. Uh, Kevin Sorbo, he's a professor. All these elite professors, they're all snide, anti-Christian, anti. Well, even all the people, people he associates with when he has his dinner party, when the professors—they're all professors. Yeah, when his girlfriend comes into the room and starts defending the kid that's, you know, debating him in class, and she says, "Well, I'm a Christian," and the snide and dirty looks that she gets from everyone in the room are, "Why aren't you literally on fire right now? Get out of well, this it's, room!" It's 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 and this is where the Christian propaganda aspect of this film comes in, where. It, it's portrayed that even admitting you're Christian is like setting yourself up to be a pariah. It's like you don't even dare. Like, again, the Christian kid goes to school. Uh, yeah, you got a class on? You may not want to take this class. You know, it's a philosophy class. They're, open, they're into, like, th open thinking and stuff like that. You may not, like, fit in there, uh, <laughs> which, which is what he should have said. And uh, and then, yeah, the, the, the professor's younger girlfriend, she's like, everybody's making fun of her. They make fun of her because she's Christian and because she ruins the wine. <laughs> yeah, and she's playing literally servant the whole evening. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So anytime anybody has to, and then you have the other side characters, the, the students. You have the uh, two students. Uh, well, the one student that's in the same class as uh, Josh Wheaton is um, the Asian kid. Oh right. And his father, who apparently is always driving somewhere whenever they talk, yeah. anytime he ever talks to the, his father on the phone in in China, uh, it was China, right? Yeah, yeah, it was China. Yeah, China, the Republic of yeah, China. Because it's, yeah. it's like, and, what does this stand for? Oh, it's Republic of <laughs> yeah. China. It's like, ugh. And uh, so every time he talks to his father en route somewhere, yeah. he's like, well, y'all. I mean, you're, yeah, you don't don't risk anything. You're gonna ruin everything. You you have to uh, deny God. And then at one point he says he's going to ruin his brother's chance for something. It's like, how is that even fucking possible? He's in I a different because, country. Yeah, well, because... Because I, his, his belief in God is going to come back in some way. It's like, he believes in God. Can you believe this? He's ruining our family. Well, China is, if I'm correct, still a communist country. Uh, and, yeah, uh, I don't know. Maybe. You're probably right. And the whole idea is, is these these communist anti-religious countries they they deny God. So I guess if he says that he doesn't if he doesn't say he doesn't believe in God, somehow word will get back and then like they'll cut off his funding. I don't know. It doesn't make any again. <laughs> he's from another country. He decides he's Christian. He converts, and now like his family is uh, in the sequel. His father disowns him. By the way. Oh great. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, father, I'm disowned. I have no money. I don't know how to, how to pay the tuition. And of course, uh, you know. Uh, there are other good Christians to help him because you Christians that are persecuted for being Christian. Yeah, but that, 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 you don't go down that path. That's not what we're doing. No, no. In the movie, I'm saying. In the film, they set up this whole thing. That, again, it's the whole thing that Christians are being persecuted at every angle, and they have to, you know. Yeah. At, at, at one point, when he calls back to China, which apparently you could just do e easily. Right? Uh huh. <laughs> um, 
he said in in Chinese, all of the, those scenes are subtitled. He says, "We used to celebrate Christmas every year, and then we stopped." <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> you're 21. Uh, and um, you're right. His father is just going somewhere every time. Right, and, and also, and they might have just filmed all those scenes in one day. Who knows? Probably, yeah. The, the budget uh, was now, very small on this. Now, also point out since we're talking about that scene, uh, when they have those scenes where they're talking on the phone together, right. they're speaking two different dialects. Oh, really? They're, yeah, they're speaking. Is that a goof? I, I forget the exact. I think one of them's Mandarin. It's like Mandarin and Cantonese. Something like, I, I, I honestly forget. I, I read it somewhere. Uh, I, I obviously I didn't notice when I was watching the film. I don't speak Chinese of any kind. <laughs> so I'm assuming that both actors speak were Chinese totally separately. Yeah. They were, well, they're, obviously they were filmed separately. But what uh, what I'm getting at is they both just they were just both speaking in their native dialect, and they just said, "Here, say this in Chinese. Here, say this in Chinese, and we'll throw is. up subtitles." Yeah, it is. Man, I just found it. Mandarin and Cantonese. They're two entirely different and mutually unintelligible dialects. Uh, the person that put the goof up said, it's as if the son was speaking Spanish while the dad was speaking Italian. <laughs> Completely fucking ridiculous. Yeah, so the, the the total lack of like um, care on the writer, filmmaker's uh, part, as far as like portraying other nationalities correctly, is, is appallingly bad, especially when we get to Aisha... The Muslim girl. Oh, right. The Muslim girl who's working in the cafeteria at the college. And they show her her, her strict Muslim father who every five seconds is adjusting her, her yeah. uh, burqa <laughs> uh, while they're driving. Because I'm sure that's common. Uh, they, every five seconds making sure the burqa is covering her face. And then when she gets to school, she, uh, she, she sneaks off behind a tree and takes it all off and turns into Superman. And then goes <laughs> work. And they... they the first, the first, like, but really racist aspect of the film. Right. Uh, I got racist. Like, I guess I don't know. Just, just bigoted, Christian bigotry right here is, is when she's doing it, and this other girl comes up and says, uh, "You know, you're beautiful. I wish you didn't have to do that." <laughs> and I'm thinking, okay, here come. This is a setup for lesbians. Learning about what? <laughs> first thing I thought of, lesbians. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a different movie. It's a, th- I wish it was this happened, movie. What? I wish what? it was this movie. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, my first instinct from like normal films was, oh, okay, this is a setup where we're going to start exploring different religions and how they're misunderstood by each other. And so this is going to be, oh, yeah, I do this, but you know, there's reasons why we have this, and it's part of my religion. It's not really a bad thing that I'm covering myself up. It's just part of our culture. La la. No, no, that was just them pointing out she shouldn't have to do that because she's pretty. It's an oppressive. It's an oppressive religion. Right. It's like that. That religion bad. Our religion good. Right. And they hammer that home when she's caught listening to the Bible on her iPod. Oh, the Corinthians. (laughs) (laughs) And so her father literally throws her out of the house. Yeah, but but beats her up first. Why does it beat her up? He like Uh, he hits her in the face at least twice. Hard. Yeah. Well, I that, mean, that, I mean, they were really. Oh, and and here's the scene where fucking Duck Dynasty douche. <laughs> oh my <laughs> he god! He makes a this cameo. Whole film is a is a, is a tr- commercial for Duck Dynasty and the fucking and um, new boys. Newsboys. Newsboys or new boys? Where the fuck? news newsboys. Newsboys. Who gives a shit? I'm familiar I got with I got news for them. They suck. <laughs> 
God surely ain't dead. Who writes the lyrics, God surely ain't dead? Or God's not dead, he surely is alive. That's what it is. Who the fuck yeah. writes that? That is a stupid, stupid line. Even more importantly, who's Shirley? Yeah, don't ever call me Shirley. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, now, to be fair, the father only slaps her a couple of times while she's trying to make her renounce Christianity and 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 praise oh, Allah. Okay, so uh, here's a here, here's a continuity error. Mistake. Apologize. Here's a continuity error, and and I only bring this up because, like you had mentioned before, where they took they didn't take anything into consideration about the Cantonese and the Mandarin language uh, for the, the two people who were speaking. The girl that's interviewing uh, the Duck Dynasty guy. Uh, She's a vegetarian. She's got the bumper stickers on it. You know, she's interviewing him about him killing uh, fowl or ducks, uh, however yeah. you want to call them. She, yeah, I mean, but, go ahead. I don't mean to interrupt you. Sorry. But in the in the very previous scene when she has her GPS stolen, because what moron leaves the GPS in the windshield? I've actually seen people's windshields and windows broken to, to, to and have their GPS stolen. That actually does happen. So. That was just stupid on her part. It's probably the most believable thing in the film. Anyway, when she's talking to her boyfriend and she loses her GPS, she says, I need directions. So he says, what's in it for me? But, but right before that, he says he made reservations at La Rive Garouche, some fancy French restaurant, uh -huh. okay, which specializes in duck, because I looked it up. They specialize in duck, chicken, and beef. That is like the three main things on every part of their menu. They probably did that on purpose. But they don't go into it. They just show that they're at that restaurant when he breaks that's up probably, with her when she tells him probably, she has cancer. That's, that's probably the cleverest this film has gotten. <laughs> Maybe. But I just thought that was really just... A, I, I take it as a continuity error that she's like this vegan animal. No, I think that's supposed to be the point, though. I think it's supposed to be just to show. But she doesn't seem, you know, taken aback when he says, oh, I made reservations at La Rive La Grouche or whatever. And she's like, oh, really? You'll take me there, but you won't give because, me directions. Because she's takes, she takes because she takes his shit and because it's, it's again, anything involving upper class, rich. Uh, and I don't totally disagree, <laughs> but like uh, upper, you know, the upper, the rich, the top percent, anything fancy. It's all perceived as evil, so she's like, te she's tempted by evil. She's tempted by that. She's tempted by this asshole with money because she's, for, she's lost God. Yeah. Otherwise, she wouldn't. She wouldn't. So that's. I, I see where that's supposed to be. You know, that. I don't give them that much credit. I think it's. Uh, it, I, it's I, part I, of I, the theme. It's, it's a continuing theme in the sequel as well. So I can back well, that up. But it's just I, a. It's just a restaurant. But I just see it as a continuity error because it's I, I just agree. a restaurant. I think it was intentional. I, I had to that. look it up in order to say, oh, yeah, they specialize in duck. Probably too clever because <laughs> they didn't mention it on the movie, but it's still. Okay. I'm not. Yeah. I'm still not 100% on your side, but. But I'm right. So that, that's no, okay. Okay. So now I'm totally. I'm not, I'm not even going <laughs> to give it to you now. I was going to give you a little bit, but I'm not anymore. So when when I, th I think her name's Lisa now, her character that you mentioned, uh, she is a Lisa, reporter. I don't think it was Lisa. Is it what the hell's the name then? It was. I want to say it was like Amy or something. Amy, yeah. the cancer girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. When uh. When uh, yeah, it's Amy. yeah, Amy when, Ryan. 
right, uh, Amy Ryan, she's a reporter uh, for a left-wing blog. Yeah. And, and so, so of course, she's 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 a um, she's like an ambush journalist. She really attacks people on their way to church. Says, "Hey," and again, she attacks the Duck Dynasty people, the Robertsons, who <laughs> they just bend over backwards just to portray as like the nicest people in the world. And she's like, and she comes out and says, "How dare you like contribute to the death of all those ducks?" Right. And then she tells his wife, uh, "The uh, it's like, when was the last time you were barefoot and pregnant or something like that?" It's like, wow, that's really fucked up. Well, because that's how again that all people, all non Christian, all non Christians are like this. They're they're rude. They're attacking, and they they make ludicrous things about. Oh, how dare you kill ducks? <laughs> Fuck. And it's like she's the from a realistic standpoint, she's the worst blogger ever. <laughs> I mean, and, and he and of course they they like you had just said, bend over backwards, just have him make sure he says, I I eat whatever I kill. So it's, it makes it okay. Even it, it's, it's just it's horror. And then like then when she when she at the end when she uh, when she barges in on the the newsboys and with her ambush journalism, what's her big gotcha question? How can you go out there and just preach God to those kids? What? <laughs> oh, and they all yeah, look they to me, they all look like ex junkies. They they do. <laughs> They're junkies for the Lord. No, 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 no. Here, there, there's a there's a weird thing that happens with junkies, and it's only because I've known quite a few, some fam being family members, when they hit rock bottom, they all find God, and that's great because they've saved themselves, quote unquote. Uh, if that's how they can get healthy and not destroy themselves or their family, fine, go that way. That's but, part of that's part of uh, the. AA, the twelve-step program, is to find God. Is to is to uh, admit in a power higher, higher power other than yourself. That's how they phrase it. It's written, but yeah, it, the, the yeah, the twelve-step program. One of the steps is. So it doesn't have to be God. I mean, it could be Buddha. It, as long it as has, it's, it has to be a higher. It's usually God. It's it's usually God. I think that's unfair to push that. It, it, I agree. That's okay. one of the reasons I'm not 100% supporter of AA. Well, when I used to work with my father, we used to do this one this one business. It's not a business. The, this one client that we used to have was a born-again uh, church. And they would always try and recruit me every time I did work for them. Uh, and here's a quick story. I, I, we were doing work one day. And at the time, I was very much into baseball not more than hockey, but in the very much into baseball at the time. So the guy, because I, I guess I was wearing a, a, a Yankees hat or something. So he starts talking to me about baseball, and uh, he starts telling me how he used to be a junkie, how he you know went to jail and all that, and now that he's found God, you know, trying to recruit me. And he asked me, "Does you like baseball?" I said, "Yeah, I like baseball." He goes, "Do you like to play baseball?" I said, "I love to play baseball." He goes, "You should come here, be born again." And you should play baseball for us. And I said, "Well, you, I don't know. I'm not can really. I, I'm, I'm Catholic. What? Can 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 I can I play baseball without being born again? Yeah. <laughs> so, but the, the 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 whole point of the story is they kept trying to recruit me. My father would always take the job. Uh, right. <laughs> I don't know why. Cause I tell him I hate going there. Because it's money. They, well, it, it was money. Um, yeah. It, see, it, be, it, it wasn't a Catholic church. My father never charged Catholic churches. 
Well, sure. <laughs> We'd break our ass all day, and he would never take a dime for a Catholic church. But anyway, to, to finish the story, the punchline of the whole story is he would say, do you like to play baseball? I love to play baseball. Well, you should come play for us because you'd also be playing for the Lord. Those were his exact words. And I just I was believe it. Yeah. just like, no, no thank you. Now, in the now, film, there's rever- what? No, I was just going to say one last thing. They also believe that if you do not become born again before you die, you could be free of sin your whole life be charitable, free of sin, never do anything wrong. If you don't become born again before you die, you do not get to go to heaven. Right, now this is the part where we're discussing religion instead of the film. Yes. Okay, so speaking of churches and stuff, yes, there is a character in the film called Reverend Dave. Yeah. <laughs> Although, uh, don't they refer to him as something else? He's Reverend Past- Dave. They, the they refer to him Dave. as Pastor Dave. Someone refers to him as Pastor Dave. He's Reverend Dave. He is Reverend Dave. But I yes. think they made a, a, an error. Someone refers to him as Pastor Dave. Maybe One he can time. be both. One time. Can you be both? I don't know. Maybe they made a mistake. Okay. So Reverend Dave is this background character who touches the lives of all these people. With you being uh, a, a reverend, uh, do you know Reverend Dave? No, different different religion. <laughs> Joking, kidding. Don't, don't, what are you five? <laughs> yeah. I have a five year old that does that. Yes. <laughs> now, Reverend Dave, um, he's there to offer counseling to all to a lot of these different people that are having problems with their thing. Josh, who's being told to re- reject to admit God is dead, he goes for help, and Reverend Dave. Uh, Sends him to gives him a Bible quote, which turns out to say, "Yeah, fight." He actually and, gives him three Bible quotes. Right, Kevin Zor- Kevin Sorbo. After he uh, viciously uh, makes fun of his girlfriend at a dinner party, Dick, uh, <laughs> she 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 bumps into him at a makes fun of his own girlfriend. I just want to clarify that his own girlfriend. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, Kevin Sorbo's girl. I said Kevin Sorbo's girlfriend after he makes fun of her. That well, was, you well. I think when you listen back, it, it sounds like it, Kevin Sorbo makes fun of his student's girlfriend. It's fine. Go ahead. She bumps into the Reverend Dave at a restaurant, like a coffee house, whatever, and the, she tells her how beautiful, how perfect she is, and God made her in perfection, so she shouldn't let somebody else make her feel bad about herself. Instead of, like, pretty much, I, I don't know, and I think bringing God into that whole discussion instead of, you know, your boyfriend's a dick. <laughs> I think you could have got that. I think you could have got there without God. That's just me. Right. That's just me. I, I, I agree. No, I do. And there, and there's an ongoing story throughout the film where he's trying to get to Disneyland, and he can't because God keeps yeah. killing Well, because his, his friend uh, comes in from fucking, I don't know, Zimbabwe or, or some, some third world country. Uh-huh. Uh, 36-hour flight, many transfers and layovers and all that shit. Um, but he's happy because God is good. You know, that that's his thing. God is good all the time, and I forget the back and forth, but basically it's God is good. Um, but he wants to go to Disneyland, so Reverend Dave wants to take him, and he, he, he gets in his car, like you said, that starts it up, and, you know, the battery dies. Then he goes and he gets a rent-a-car. The guy brings that, gets in that, it dies the next day. I mean, it's just over and over. It happens like three God, times. Right. God keeps killing his cars to keep him in town for the big ending. Right. Right. 
which is now ridiculous. Right. We, we will cover that in detail. Yeah. Um, so those are the main, those are the storylines. The, the, as you mentioned, the blogger, she finds out she has cancer. Apparently she has no family whatsoever. None. No and, friends whatsoever. And, and just a, just it, a dick boyfriend and a computer. Yeah, it's possible that maybe she is from a different state and she's living there and she really doesn't have anyone. I'm yeah. not going to shit on it too much for that. It's a called it's called a fucking phone. She has no friends, no family. She has no one to talk to. She except her boy, her shitty boyfriend and her computer. Right. And her boyfriend dumps her at dinner at a fancy restaurant because she has cancer. And he's like, "Hey, babe, you knew what this was all along." Yeah. You know, I, this couldn't wait until tomorrow. I love his like. This couldn't wait until tomorrow. Like wow, they're really hammering it home that he's an asshole. Yeah, yeah. We Your get cancer's it. ruining my meal here. Come on. Yeah, we're eating here. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't. He won't even visit his mother because she. What the fuck for? She has dementia. He doesn't know who the fuck I am. Right. It's like what the fuck is wrong with you? Just again, he, uh, uh, the the business guy has to be as callous and cold and indifferent as ever, and this is all. This leads to his uh, lack of spirituality. Right, you know, but his sister, on the other hand, you know, complete. Who's the one dating Kevin Sorbo? Right, who's dating Kevin Sorbo? She's devout Christian, uh, visits her mother regularly, even though, you know, she the the look of disgust and disappointment that she's not married. She still, you know, goes to see her. You're shacking up with him, aren't you? Yeah, you fucking your professor, (laughs) and I don't know when. Uh, I don't know when he was her professor, but it had to be like 15 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's she's an attractive girl, but com- no one's buying that she's in her 20s. She's in her 40s, for Christ's sakes. She's nearly 50. <laughs> oh, all right, now you're getting silly. <laughs> I think she was born in 71. I, I, it's 50s. I think you're getting silly when you say 50 there. Well, okay, uh-huh. she's in her mid-40s. I, I mean, isn't Kevin Sorbo? I don't think Kevin Sorbo's 50 yet. Kevin Sorbo? Kevin Sorbo was born in uh, 58. Oh, shit. He looks pretty good for his age, then. Oh, yeah. Well, hell, he's he's Hercules. He's Hercules. And I love the fact that he used to... You know, for, you know, Kevin Sorbo, the atheist in this film, who denies the existence of God, played a demigod, a Greek demigod, in a TV show for a long time, is what he's most famous yeah, for. Yeah, he made, made his wealth doing that shit. Right. Um, now... While all this, all these other side stories are going on, Josh is defending the existence of God. Oh, it's funny. They don't have her age on IMDb. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> That's always so Josh, a bad sign. Yeah, so Josh is, is going before the class, and he's he's debating the existence of God. And um, and they, just, they don't really get into any philosophy. They get into, like, science. He brings up a lot of scientific stuff and points to how he uses a lot of, like, that... Um, creationist versus uh evolution kind of arguments about anti you know like oh the big bang could have been this and that and the everything and 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 then then like he'll bring out oh stephen hawking said this and they're like, oh yeah well stephen hawking also said that god you know there is a god ha ha <laughs> so they're like they're, they're they're just like dueling scientist quotes yeah it, just, it's so it's ridiculous it is a it's a little stupid it is, and now at the the, the the end of the debate when he wins, uh, the the spoiler, yeah. uh, when he when he actually proves that God when he gets the class to agree that God is not dead, he tricks Kevin Sorbo. 
with that that nasty Christian trick that they do. <laughs> and this is a nasty trick, and it, it works every time. Uh, and now, and Kevin Sorbos also has admitted in a fit of anger that the reason he doesn't believe in God is because his grandmother died when he's seven. Who? Who? Kevin Sorbo. No, his mother his when he was twelve. Oh, was mother. Grandmother? It was his mother at 12. Same thing. So, not because really. of that, <laughs> because of that, he doesn't believe in God. It's not because he has any, like, it, could, it can't be founded in any kind of theological, philosophical uh, framework. It has to be a reactionary uh, response to a tragedy that he couldn't deal with, and so he rejected, a spirit, rejected spirituality. That ha- all atheists are like that. All they're all just—they're oh, yeah. all just bitter, angry people who have rejected God because something happened and they didn't like it. Yeah, I mean they haven't looked at you know hard facts or uh, f- just fossils, <laughs> carbon dating. Well, that's <laughs> evolution. That's a whole different thing. It is a but whole different they, thing. But yeah, but no. But they do. It, but you know what? In his speeches, they go into that though. Yeah, they do. They go they, into they, Dawkins. Yeah. They go into Hawkins. Uh, or you know Darwinism and all they go into all of that and they they really hammer yeah. home that some of these guys might have have not changed their mind but said listen there very well could be a higher power but we don't know exactly what that is but you know what there's no proof I don't think that there is but there might be right so the yeah so the big trick. That always works is because all atheists are angry. You you have to know that for the trick to work. Oh sure. All all atheists are bitter, angry people, and that's why they hate Christians and why they hate God. And so he gets Kevin Sorbo to admit that he hates God. And it's like ah ha ha, how can you hate something that doesn't exist? Ah ha ha. <laughs> and he wins the debate. Not through any kind of philosophy or any kind of theological uh, propositions. No, he wins it because he tricks Kevin Sorbo to admitting that he hates God, so he has to believe in him, and that means God exists, because if you believe in something, it does exist, and if you don't believe in it, it does still exist, you just don't believe in it. I think that's how that works. Anyway, he wins the debate. Yeah, he tricks him. He tricks him. And here's where the ending comes. (laughs) Yeah, so, after he loses this debate, his girlfriend has already broken up with him at this point, because she's tired of eating his shit, and she basically says i'm leaving you i'm gone and and then her father says you're leaving me (laughs) oh and after her father throws her out she goes back to reverend dave and the the christian church helps her because they get persecuted christians every hour of the day they know how to deal with them oh yeah it's just yeah i mean even his secretary is still there we're here for you Mm -hmm. (laughs) she hasn't even gone home i don't think she i think she lives there probably yeah so after kevin sorbo's girlfriend breaks up with her uh, everyone obviously is going to go see the Newsboys concert. Everyone which, in the fucking world. Which is at the Hastings Center, which this film takes place in Louisiana, but the Hastings Center, because I looked it up, is in fucking New York. So, <laughs> I, 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 another... Are you sure? Oh, I, 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 I looked it up. Okay. The Hastings Center is in New York. It's actually an yeah. ups... Like, uh, not... Well, I guess it's a few hours in New York. I guess that counts as upstate. But let's put it... It's not in fucking Louisiana. Right. Josh is going. The uh, Asian kid uh, is going. The Muslim... The ex-Muslim girl is going. Uh, the 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 cancerous journalist, she she crashes uh, the 
um, newsboys back in their green room, and she uh, and she she tries to wow them with how how can you go out there and pray t talk about God and stuff to those kids, and then again they they win her over with just that that infallible logic of where do you get your hope from? <laughs> and I was like, oh God, you're right. Yeah, and then she break she crumbles like a like a she collapses like a cheap camera, and she, you know, oh, yeah, there is a God. Please pray for me, blah, 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 blah. Which, you know what? When you're co converting someone who's emotionally crippled because they found out they have a, de a deadly disease, kind of low, yeah, yeah. in my opinion. I, but, no, I agree. And so you were saying Kevin Sorbo, dis distraught, or, yep. uh, Professor Radisson, distraught, doesn't know what to do. Uh, he, he After he loses out, like, the, his, the debate, he calls her gets her voicemail and says please call me back and he kind of he I don't know call it woman's intuition <laughs> call no, no. it whatever you want I can, no no I know I, I can tell you oh I remember I remember how he figures out she's there yeah go ahead well first he reads he he pulls out his mother's letter which he apparently always has kept right. before she died she wrote him a letter because I, I guess she wasn't allowed to talk to him directly on her deathbed and she wrote him a letter telling him, "Don't blame God and all God stuff." And it's, it's, that's why he hated God because she want you know, it, it's, it's it's again bitter atheist, angry at God. And so he reads this, he's upset, and he glances down and there's a newspaper. The newsboys are in town. I have actually, to see them. Actually, they're not. But <laughs> <laughs> this will. This so he will gets on a plane. Everything. He gets on a plane. No, he doesn't. <laughs> I, I, in, in this crisis of faith, he's like, I know what'll help. I need a boy band. <laughs> and so here, here's where it meets. And this is this is the part I really hate, is that God has been killing Reverend Dave's car all the time. And you know it's something's leading up to it, because why else will God keep killing his car? And he's done it because Reverend Dave, in this downpour trying to get to the airport to, or trying to drive to Disneyland. They were, they were going to drive there. They weren't going to take a plane. Um, they happened to be at the intersection when Dr. Professor Radisson running to the Essex, to the uh, Essex boys, <laughs> to the <laughs> Newsboys concert, is hit by a car. <laughs> and the guy drives away. <laughs> Speeds off. He's like, he's like, what the fuck was that? Must have been a deer. <laughs> he drives... No. He just... He's like, I don't want to go to jail, and drives off. Obviously, another atheist in the car. Because if he wasn't an atheist, he would have got out of the car. And I didn't. I I want to go back and look now because it just occurred to me: is it possible at all that that was the journalist's boyfriend? Ooh. See, now I have to remember if. I don't know what kind of car it was, but they show. You see his car in the film a couple times. He's in at the end. Um. But I'm curious about that now, suddenly. It never occurred to me until just now. Well, they do flash to him when he gets the text because obviously the fucking Duck Dynasty douche makes another appearance at the concert. It tells um, everyone the text, God's not dead. It says, yeah. everybody must know about 100 people. Text 100 people. And then there's got to be 10,000 people at this concert. That's a million people. That's a million Except people saying, I love God. Except no, you know what that is? List. That's 99 people that you've texted that are fucking annoyed at you. That's what that is. Hey, everybody must know a hundred people, except you, the the cancerous journalist. We know you ain't no, you don't know nobody. That's why 
you know, you, you, you know, you got cancer and you ain't talking to anybody, so we know you don't know no yeah, one. Yeah, the only person she knows is her dick boyfriend, who is Dean Kane. He gets the text and he just kind of throws his phone in the seat. He's like, ah, fuck that shit. Right. I just, I just ran over a guy. So, so <laughs> allegedly, I mean, now, so, I, we're gonna look that up because I, I wonder. Uh, yeah. If it we make, can, make, if we can match great. the plate. Because you see I, the plate I, very clearly when he drives away. I, I'd like it a little better if that was the case. <laughs> so, but what happened? So, the whole point is that God has intervened. Yes. And killed. And it, this isn't like like a small thing. Like, oh, the the book opened to this page. He's killing fucking engines. On in three cars, he kills the engines. So Reverend Dave can't go to Disneyland just so he can be at this exact point, so that when Kevin Zorbo is there lying broken and bleeding and crushed and dying he can get him to convert and and like have him like t accept jesus christ and save his soul just before he dies oh and i love the fact that his friend he sees him after he gets hit by the car and he says he's his ribs are crushed and his lungs are filling with blood are you a fucking doctor yeah I mean, he, he, <laughs> he he puts his hand on his chest he's like he, he places his hand on his chest gently he's like his, his ribs are his, his lungs are filling with blood. How the fuck do you know that? If he he knows that because there's absolutely no blood coming out of his mouth. That's how he knows that. Right. <laughs> he, and he's <laughs> he, he's talking and is not just like <clears throat> coughing blood into people's faces. That's how he knows his lungs are filling with blood. Uh, and you know this because you read my written review of the film. I did, but I did not reread it because I didn't want that to. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't want to have that lead me uh, in this review. I wanted to watch here, the film and just do it that way. Here, here's my big problem with this ending, because, again, injecting logic into this kind of bullshit. If God was so... And, and don't forget, Kevin Zorba wasn't like... It wasn't like... Uh, he, he he had this crisis of faith after the whole debate thing, so he was leading towards t accepting God. He right. was calling his religious girlfriend. He was look, go running to this concert. He was looking for a way to go b get back to religion. Right. How how about instead of killing three cars and keeping Reverend Dave in town a week and ruining his friend's vacation, he killed the car of the guy that ran into Kevin Zorbo and let him live another 20, 30 years and find his religion gradually. Because he's hated him for so long, he obviously needed to be punished. <laughs> the, the only answer is God is a He's lucky he didn't kill him sooner. <laughs> <laughs> he's lucky he was allowed to live 50 years. I, why didn't God, like, turn that, that bottle of wine into poison that she left in the trunk so, like, all the professors are... <laughs> <laughs> this yeah. is definitely off year. <laughs> Uh, I mean, uh, you're you're right. <laughs> the Muslim girl's father trips and falls down the stairs and breaks his neck. Ah! Right, trips exactly. over the iPod, which starts playing Corinthians in a, like in a loop. Ha 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 ha! As yeah. he falls, yeah, as his son doesn't know what to do and just stares into the camera, crying. What should I do? Should I call nine one one? Nine one one's forbidden. We don't have phones. <laughs> they got iPods. I'm joking. Um, I'm, obviously, I'm joking. Oh, and and, and also, I, I skimmed over, but we were talking about how they had total disregard for facts when it came to other cultures. Oh yeah, uh, Muslim girl too. Uh, I, I read, and again, I'm not 100 percent up on the on the Muslim uh, uh, belief system. So I read this that the girl 
covers her up with the burqa. She has she's wearing the burqa thing. Right. But her arms are exposed. Yeah, that, arms, that whole which thing. Apparently, you got that. It's be there head either. to toe has to be covered except for the eyes. I, I don't know about head to toe, but I know they they said like the bare arms would have been if, if he was that obsessed over the face, her bare arms should have been covered too. She should have been wearing a short sleeve t shirt. Right. And if he was as if he was that lenient about her arms, then he probably wouldn't have beat her up and then kicked her out. Right. Probably would have given her a second chance. And they had to pick a guy that looks like the uh the guy from uh the mummy. <laughs> I was gonna say a terrorist, but that works too. <laughs> Well, don't they all? <laughs> Just to be fair, since we're kind of we're not bashing Christians, but no, we're bashing no, no. the movie. I mean, the long story short is, it's a propaganda film. Everything is one-sided. The whole everything is built as a straw man argument for the again the whole thing with Kevin Sorbo. It's not really a fair debate. They're taking they took taking a person who's like uh, instead of saying let's debate the existence of God, he's like yeah you have to deny it because my mother died. And that's why I hate God. Oops, you caught me. Right, right, right. It's it's, it's you know it's very a much, very much in the same way that they portray atheists as angry, bitter. You know, in that in that light, all of these Christian films, they're all propaganda, well, like hitting you over the head with a hammer well, it, just to get the point across. It's a specific genre of Christian propaganda films. Not every film with a Christian message is propaganda. But these the films that we're reviewing, like Kirk Cameron's Christmas movie, these are Christian propaganda films. Right, or yeah. anything involving Kirk Cameron. Oh, I, I love the one. I love the one part where where the uh, where Zorbo uh, confronts uh, Josh oh, in the in hallway. The hallway. Yeah. And like, and again, he's like stalking him. Like the elevator opens, and he's there waiting for him. It's like, and Josh is like, Josh gets in the elevator with him instead of like, fuck off, man. Right, and, and they made a a point that he had to stand in front of him with his back to him and Insta he hits him right he physically hits the he pushes his shoulder now you you know mess with me he physically assaults this kid and this there's like I really and you don't have this guy suspended yet <laughs> but, but i love when kevin sorbus says like because the kid says he's like pre-law and the professor said like, you know what? i checked it we don't have anything what's what the hell's pre there's no such thing as pre-law it's like there's not He's like, what is pre-law anyway? Well, I guess that's what you would take before you become uh, a lawyer. <laughs> they make it sound like it's just like this this weird, non-existent degree type thing. Right. Yeah. Uh, I'm, <laughs> oh, we forgot the girlfriend. Josh's girlfriend. Oh, right. That cunt. Now let's be fair. She didn't have a chance in this movie. No, no, no. They no. introduce her, and and she's like, "Oh, where's everything's great, everything's she's fine." She's the you know? make every decision for him type girlfriend. Even though yep. she also believes in God and she feels that God put them together, but she said he should have signed the paper and that he's being stupid and he's going to ruin his life. And she breaks up with him the second she finds out that he starts doing the debate. So instead of sticking by her man. Uh, and potentially being with someone that's not going to be successful uh, or, well, or or go down some sort of a successful path, she decides it's just better to just leave him. But, and again, this is, a, this is like an elective he's taking. Right. It's like a humanities. 
and she's t- saying, oh, you you have to admit there's no God for this guy. You can't risk failing this class. We have our whole lives planned together. This is going to ruin everything. You'll never become a lawyer if you fail philosophy as a freshman. <laughs> what the? Really? And what I'm, fucking world is this? And even though they don't talk about it, they don't even allude to it, I'm convinced that both of them are virgins. Well, they, I don't know about her. No, no, no. I, I'm, I'm convinced because it's a whole big part of the Christian now, faith how, that you wait until you get they, married to have sex. They're they say both virgins. Well, again, I'm sorry Six years. Six years. Which essentially uh, means that they've been together since they were 12. All right. Now, I, again, I said, yes, Josh is definitely a virgin. I'm not so sure about her because I think she was keeping her options I think open. she was the town whore. I didn't say that. <laughs> yeah. Six years since 12. You know what that says to me? What? Arrange marriage. Uh, could be. Yeah. Because they do that. The oh. Duggars do that. That that was the thing with the Duggars. They have these Christian camps, and they go to these Christian camps, and the whole thing is they arrange marriages with the kids. Yeah. They set them up ahead of time. I, You know what? I, I wouldn't doubt it at all. They would never... I don't think they're even stupid enough to uh, you know to show that on, on film as a plot point. I agree. I'm agreeing yeah. with you. Because again, if they've been together since they were 12, then obviously the parents were okay with that. You know, because... Yeah. E- okay, even if... They, okay, let's say they were... Uh, th- if they're freshmen in college, they're going to be 18 years old. Realistically, they're not going to be 19. So that makes it that they're 12 years old. Worst yeah, yeah. case scenario, they're 13, which ain't fucking better. <laughs> and you say the parents, who we never see... And the only t- the only way we know they have parents is the fact that they mention them. And at one point, Josh says, "Yeah, my parents aren't thrilled about the God thing either." So, <laughs> so even and again, so this this is like the Christian being persecuted by even his own family and his his uh, supposed loved ones who are just you know godless. Yeah. And and they they kind of they kind of imply he's going to hook up with the Muslim girl. Yeah. I, does that happen in the sequel? No, no, Josh isn't in the sequel. He's not? No, no. It's a, it's a totally different... The, the sequel has to do with a different thing. Amy's in the sequel, I'm assuming. Yeah, Amy's she's, in, she's Amy's in dealing, the sequel. still the, dealing with cancer. Amy's in the sequel. Uh, oh, in the oh sequel, new, uh, finally, news, newsboys are in the sequel? In the sequel, they finally uh, say what kind of cancer Amy has. What is it? Ovarian or something? It, it's breast cancer. But I remember that. Like they're in the, she, she was with the doctor. He's like... Amy, you have cancer, and I'm I'm thinking, don't they usually like give the name for it, and they don't just say you have cancer? It's like, it's like isn't it like long names attached to it? And they say you know you have a car- uh, a binomial car- carcinoma on the fifth lumbar of the you know spinal region. They tell you they you know they don't they don't they speak doctor speak. They don't say right. all right come in here, you have cancer. Oh, I, <laughs> I can't. I'm too busy. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, it's like d- denial. Uh, the, the only way they could have shown denial more is if she had said, "No, I don't." <laughs> yeah, but I, I just love that. That's why when I read the book, I was like, "Oh, they finally named the cancer." I guess somebody complained from the first film. I, uh, I don't even. And again, I read. The, I read. I haven't seen the sequel. I read the novelization of the sequel, so I'm not even sure if they they name it in the sequel movie. I just know in the book they mentioned it, it is. And they even give the full name and then say breast cancer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but uh, what was I? Oh, the. You're talking about the ending. 
I was saying the parents and the Christian prosecution. You, you oh, the girlfriend, the girlfriend. What about you, her? You know, that's where we were last talking. We were talking about the girlfriend and that they were together since they were 12. Freshman, he le she leaves him. Yeah, I know, but you got off on tangent. I lost Arranged it. marriage. Yeah, yeah, I know that. We went over, we were doing headings for something else and I lost it. Sorry. Must no, no, I, I lost. I just lost because I, I was trying to. I was okay. doc the, the cancer thing. I was like the fucking cancer. What's <laughs> it? What kind is it? And then, and then, of course, um, while they're all, why everybody else at the Newsboys concert? That's when her uh, her asshole boyfriend goes to see his dementia mother, and then it's like, uh, and she's like snaps out of it and gives preaches to him about how the devil comes and gets you up in the wrong time, and then he goes in his car. He gets a text that says God is not dead, and he like throws it in the back seat and speeds away. Right. Uh, well, yeah. and, oh, no, and, right. well, and the that's thing right. is, because basically what he tells his mother, he says, "You prayed every day. You're a good person. You do all this, and look at you. You have dementia. Me, I'm terrible person. Uh, and you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a terrible person. I do bad things. Uh, I'm an asshole in so many words, and I'm fine." How do you explain that? And then that's when she goes on her speech about the devil. About the devil, she's saying that the devil lets you live long enough. Uh, you know, lets the bad live long. It's like, not according to Billy Joel. Anyway. <laughs> and, and again, that's the whole thing. Again, like people, lack of spirituality is what is what takes to get be successful. That's like the theme in this again through the both films. The, right. You know, successful people are successful because they reject God spirituality because apparently you, you can't be unless you're Ben Carson Oof. then you can be both then you can be religious and and uh, no no re Republican that's how you can do both oh, okay but other than that if you're if you're if you're a business person yeah now, uh, no no that's what I was saying P people that are in a sequel because you asked about Josh Josh is not in a sequel not in the okay. uh, yeah Amy is in the sequel uh, her boyfriend makes it um, Dean Kane, he makes a brief appearance in the sequel, oh, as does the Asian kid. Okay. Um, and I, to the best of my recollection, that is it. Uh, Josh, the Muslim girl, they do not appear. Kevin Sorbel doesn't because he's dead. Uh, <laughs> oh, Reverend Dave makes a brief appearance, as does his um, his his friend. Zimbabwe his, uh, friend. Fellow, his fellow re Reverend, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, can't wait to see that. I don't want to watch it. I read it. What kind of a masochist am I? I yeah. read the fucking novelization. Yeah. Which takes longer than watching the film. Yeah. Now, I didn't realize that these were both novels. <laughs> not. They're not. Uh, oh, I... the, 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 the God's Not Dead is, is kind of named after a book, but the book is not a fictional novel. It's a guide for arguing with atheists to prove that God is real. Oh. Uh, okay. And that's kind of where the, what the film pseudo named after, but it's not based on an actual book. The second movie is not a book. It's a novelization of the... Remember when they used to do that? They used to write novels based on the films? Like, uh, yeah. Like Back to the Future and shit yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Back, yeah, I mean, they still do it a little bit, but it used to be big at a certain point. I, uh, I used to get those all the time when I was, yeah, when I was a kid. I used to, I used yeah. to get them all the time. Uh, but no, yeah, so God's Not Dead Two was a novelization of the film, Fine. written okay. by a Christian writer. Uh, and I, I and I was even when I wrote my 
review of the of the book, I even like started off saying, I'm not knocking the writer of the book because obviously he's he didn't conceive the plot line and all this stuff. He just put down the words. As far as like basic writing goes, no problem with it. <laughs> it's not his fault. He didn't, you know, he didn't come up with the story. He didn't create the characters. This is some other asshole. <laughs> All right. So, do you have anything else to say about it? Because I don't. <laughs> uh, just the, the fucking oh oh oh. I think I think uh, yeah. I think Duck Dynasty makes another appearance as well uh, as the, well as at the, the concert. Oh, the Newsboys too. The Newsboys too. In the sequel. Yeah, yeah. In the sequel, absolutely. They yeah. both. They all come back. Because I'm it's assuming like, they're going to have another concert. They must know them. The writer, producer, must, the the producer, the director, whatever. They must know these people, like in the entertainment industry, and that's why they're in this film. Yeah. And, and they they must have like worked for cheap, otherwise, like this well, is the closest thing they have to real celebrities. It, it now reminds me where you said that the two might be an arranged marriage. Yeah. I I do remember them saying that they met at a newsboy concert six years ago. So when they were twelve, the when they were yeah, tw- apparently when they were twelve, they met at a yeah. newsboy concert and they've been together ever since. It was their, it was their first date that their parents arranged for them. <laughs> uh, maybe that happened unknowingly and it just stuck. But do twelve year olds now? And now I don't have children and I don't deal with children. Right. As far as you know. Uh huh. Um, do twelve year olds go unattended to concerts? Usually. The concerts that I've been to, that I've been to where I've seen young kids like that, they're usually chaperoned by a parent or some an adult of some kind. Right. Yeah. So if these two met at the concert, they were with their parents. They had twelve. P- potentially, they, they had... yes. Arranged. That's it. The parent. The parents <laughs> brought them there. That was their first date. <laughs> you two will marry each other. God damn I'm it. surprised the Duggars aren't in this. Uh, this, is, this was before the whole uh, child molestation. The one son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was before all of that. I think I, I I'm a little foggy, but I'm pretty sure this film came out before the child molestation thing. So I'm surprised they're not part of it. I'm not. The whole Duck yeah. Dynasty thing was it's way bigger. They were way more popular than the Duggars. I yeah, apparently. Because apparently the only thing that they did that was so bad was praising Jesus. <laughs> I remember. I think it was the first time I ever like, was on one of our one of these episodes of movie Sectastic, where I was like, "Have you heard of this Duck Dynasty thing?" Yeah. <laughs> Say, yeah. The, yeah. Apparently, the whole world watches it. <laughs> I had no idea. It was the number one show on TV for a yeah. really long time, and then the one brother of uh, 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 the uh, Duck Dynasty brothers—that was the racist thing. Was the racist thing? I think he yeah, said. Yeah, the older guy. Yeah, I, I, I don't remember exactly like, what he said, but ever since then, the show right. went on hiatus and it never really came back. It basically fucked up the show. But that's when it came up because I, I, it was in the news. I was like, "What's Duck Dynasty?" And I was like, "Oh, apparently everyone watches this. <laughs> <laughs> this is apparently like as big as Seinfeld was." Okay. I'm surprised that Donald Trump hasn't said that he's going to bring back that show if he's elected president. I'm going to bring back Duck Dynasty. It's going to be huge. He's gonna bring back. He's gonna bring back uh, the. Um, he's gonna bring the Yeah, probably. That's how he's gonna. That's how he's gonna get his vice president. That's how he's gonna choose him. Oh, is that it? An apprentice episode. Yeah. Man, this this country really does deserve him. 
that's a, why I'm voting for him. That's a different show. So, so do you have anything else to say about this? Because uh, if I mean, not, yeah. we should go ahead and rate this thing. Just just to sum up, it's a poorly written movie. It's it, it's a straw man argument. Uh, it's the only the film is entirely designed to to uh, it's not designed to prove like a positive. It's not like that film. Uh, there is a heaven. Heaven is like for that. real. Uh, yeah, but I haven't even seen that, so I'm, I, I can't even make that comparison. But it's not like to say okay, it's not like a film's made to say okay, here's every all the positive things we want to put forth. They create a straw man negative argument. That's our, that that is debating their their argument, and they give it uh, arguments that they can easily uh, destroy. Right. And that's that's it's what propaganda does. Propaganda puts a false argument against itself. It defines the opposition's argument for them, and and does so in a way that they can easily uh, refute it. And uh, it does so horribly. And with. Uh, Kevin Sorbo's probably the best actor in here, and I wouldn't even go that far. I was going to say all uh, most of the acting is pretty poor, except for Kevin Sorbo. No, no, I, no. Kevin, but Kevin Sorbo's not good though. He's still acting no. like he's on a t- t- playing Hercules. Oh, yeah, but as far as everyone else goes, he's at the top. No, I think Reverend Dave is better than him. No. Yeah, yeah. No. I, uh, Reverend Dave was ten times better than Kevin Sorbo. I disagree. I no, it's true. It's not the truth. You know you can't lie to a priest, right there. <laughs> I believed him when he said that. Oh my God, I forgot that that part in the film. It's like you, it's like you're li- you can't lie to a reverend. <laughs> it's like what? Now, I, now I hate that to is tell just you, like now now he's guilting him. I hate to tell you, but I already rated this film. You rated it without me. I apparently apparently I thought it was my personal account, and I rated it like when I saw the movie. Okay. So I didn't realize it until so I just looked now. Let, let me guess what you rated it as then. It's currently rated a 4.9. Okay, I didn't give it 7. Yeah, I don't believe you would have given it higher than a 5. So, yeah, no, I'm, I'm going to be guessing below 5. Um, that's, that's a good guess. That's a good guess. Uh, I have a 1 in 5 chance at this. Um... It's either going to be a one or a two. Wow, that's good. Fifty-fifty. It's either going to be a one or a two, and uh-huh. I'm going to be I'm going to lean towards one. You are correct, sir. Of course I am. <laughs> now here's the wacky. Th- just looking at the demographics, it's yeah. wacky here. This is the most skewed demographics. I love it. Well, um, well, uh, any any high numbers are obviously Christians. Well. Well, but it breaks down beyond. They don't tell you religion in the Jesus, ten thousand people gave it a ten. But it's it's Fuck. um. But the highest ratings are ten and one, which you would expect for a, a film this polarizing. Uh, the cool. highest now, like the male female average male is four point three, average female vote six point six. Wow. And then when you look at all the other demographics, males under 18, 4.1 average. Females under 18, 7.4, like almost double. Uh, females, I mean, like, females 18 to 29 average is 6.3. Males 18 to 29 average is 4. Uh, it, it almost levels out over 45. But still, like, women rate this film much higher at least, like, uh, 2 to 1. Not two to one, but like half of like fifty percent higher, wow. almost. It's uh, women. Uh, one IMDb staff gave it a five. Pussy. 
going to say that. <laughs> you know you wanted lower. Uh, now, and, and just to be, just to explain, I gave it a one, not just because it's a bad movie, but because it's intellectually dishonest with, again, with the way it sets up the whole debate, it is completely rigged argument, discussion, whatever, and is logically flawed and, uh, just stupid and wrong. Yeah. Right. So let's move on to your challenge. Uh huh. Is it God's Not Dead too? It is not. Damn it. Uh, I actually took religion out of it completely. Don't want to do that again. What I did take the aspect of what I said earlier in the show is that it is a college student who's having some issues. Uh, he's dealing with his own issues and and issues at college and things of that nature. So before, and it's an '80s film, so I'll give you that much. Can I start guessing? Hold on. Well, I want to tell you what I didn't challenge you to. Okay. Obviously, I didn't challenge you to the sequel, God's Not Dead 2. I didn't challenge you to um, Heaven is for Real. And I oh. also was looking into maybe some direct actor connections, such as Call the Conqueror with Kevin oh, Sorbo. That, that would have been cool. I've never seen that. That would have been cool. I actually saw that in a movie theater <laughs> because of a certain someone. Uh, Uh-oh. <laughs> it was Chris. He, he made uh, me go see it, so I, I couldn't deny it. I had to go see it. I believe that. I believe that. So uh, th- I could have challenged you to those, and I decided not to. Then when I started thinking about the college thing, and I said, you know what? I'm, I'm getting a real like big college vibe here. I want to go in that direction. So I was thinking back to school with Rodney Dangerfield, but I really like that movie, so I didn't want to challenge that. And then it hit me. 80s film, college college student having some issues all right go soul soul man it's fucking soul man all right how fucking awesome am i <laughs> nailed it you did you did fucking nail it might have given you a little too much on that but you know you just gave me college you just gave me college college and... 80s film college Gee. student with issues and it's not like they did a lot of college 80s films <laughs> uh Gee. Not with that kind of plot, but yes. Are you, you know, now you're kidding, right? There, there are like hundreds of '80s college movie, Bad Medicine. Uh, oh, there is Bad Medicine. How I Got into College. Okay, Animal House, is Animal House '80s or '70s? That's '70s. But I mean, Animal House kicked it off. '80s. They were all over. Um, what the, about uh, the college comedy? Was an my, '80s thing. My tutor, my my private, my tutor, or oh. Um, No, I lost it. I'm What's thinking. It of I was thinking of uh, illegally yours. Never mind. Um, I think I think so. My tutor is when he's he's banging his friend's mother. I think there's a private school. I'm not sure if it's college. And that might have been late seventies. It doesn't ring a bell. My tutor or uh. My tutor. I, yeah. No. Yeah. My tutor. 1983. Oh, okay. But I, I don't know if that's the one. I don't think. No, that's not the one I'm thinking of, though. I don't think. Huh. Look at that. It might be. But there's like a there's a bunch of those. Yeah. No, I, no, I no you're, you're right. There is a bunch. But horny vamp would fall into that category technically. I, yeah, I guess it would. 
Don't 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 belittle that I picked Soul Man out of all of those. But how could you not though? I we're, we are in tune, sir. There's no that's, way you you don't pick Soul Man. You know that's I, where I'm going. Yeah, don't 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 yeah don't say it like it's obvious. I think <laughs> yeah I, I yeah. See Thomas Howell in blackface. That's all I gotta say. I was looking at some poster art, and <laughs> oh no! <laughs> it, well, no, 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 no. In, in America, obviously, they knew what they were dealing with, so it's just him as a white person. But in Europe, they show him as a black person on one side. It's basically the same picture, but they put an afro on him. And then, with the the release of the DVD, they said, "Well, we can't do that." So they basically <laughs> just take the picture, they reverse it. He's got the same hair and everything, but he looks like he's got a suntan. They they don't even make him look black. They just make him look like he has some sort of like like he he was at the beach all day, or he went to a, t- a tanning salon. <laughs> and you can't find any pictures on any poster art or anything of him in blackface. Because oh, the main yeah, the, the main the plot of that one. film is he takes these pills that darken his skin to make he, takes, he, he he overdoses on tanning pills which that is not what it how it works no <laughs> oh no the French one yeah they, they they like Photoshop it so he's black it's like it's like they, they like the, even like the advertising never even thought of showing him as a black person and the French people are like well fuck it we're going to <laughs> they just like just darken him in a through afro grant <laughs> the best picture ever. <laughs> So yes, your challenge is Soul Man. So my question, I guess, is do we review that next week or do we start doing listener requests? Uh let's start doing listener requests. Okay. So yeah, we won't, I think Soul we, Man's an easy easy fresh start. Okay, so we won't pick what we're gonna do next week, we'll announce it. How about that? Because <laughs> we have we have a big we have like six or seven movies we can choose from. <laughs> Yes, we do. <laughs> I already found the picture from the movie I'm going to put up on. <laughs> I already know which one it is because I'm looking which, at it. Which one is this? The watermelon? Oh, wait. Uh, no, I thought it was the one where he's coming into the to the room and he's, his mouth is all... Uh, it's just he's like screaming. No, 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 no. How there's, do I, there's watermelon. Uh, hang on. Oops, I sent it to the wrong person. <laughs> I have a coworker that's going to get a weird message in their, in, in their aim. I just sent it to you through aim. Oh, there it is. <laughs> ah, let's see, let's see, let's see. Oh, I got to open up my email for that one. Oh, dear Lord. Listen to Joey open his email on Movie Sucktastic! Yes, it's invigorating! We're the end of the show. It's 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 it's, cool. it's, it's the end. <laughs> That's going right up on the Facebook page. <laughs> Coming next week, or if we're doing listener stuff, then it's not next week. Do you see it? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! It's like right out of JD's Revenge. <laughs> Holy shit! Oh. Oh, I got... And the very next picture is him dressed up as Prince. Yeah, with the, from the with same the purple, yeah. purple suit and everything. <laughs> oh, wow. Man, it's, it's, it's really... 
Wow, the 80s. Man, we were working through some shit, weren't we? <laughs> yeah. I, you know, and I don't want to get into it because because um, we're going to review the film. Yeah. But you can you can like call the film racist and say that you can't do that. You can't put someone like you know have them dress up as black or whatever. But if you the nineteen seventy something film called Watermelon Man. Oh God. You ever see that? No. It's it's a black man who wakes up one day and finds finds that he's white. No. It's a white man that wakes up and finds that he's black. But they but they they start the film with a black guy made up to be white, and then he wakes up and he's black. Uh, <laughs> I mean, they've done it different ways, right. and so it, it's you know, and don't, let's not forget white chicks. Yeah, that's oof. so. I. It's still not a great idea, <laughs> but <laughs> but it's it. You can't just come out and say it's racist just because it's ill advised. It's going to be a good review. It's going to be a good review. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie in a long time. Oh, I, I don't know if I have it. I'm going to find it. <laughs> I definitely, I know I don't have it, but I don't think it's been, I don't think it's been released on Blu-ray. I think that's still out on DVD oh, only. Dude, I'm just so psyched that I got Up the Creek on Blu-ray. Oh, yeah. I got it. Uh, I got it myself. Uh, I, the one you got, I couldn't get, but I got mine. Oh, I can get yours. I can get it to you. I still have to I, get. I still have to give you a couple of other uh, films. Yes, you do. But I love that film, and all I've ever had is for the longest time it wasn't available on DVD, and I don't know if it was ever released on DVD. It had to have been. I I don't think so because my it copy was a VHS rip. Went right from VHS to Blu-ray. Wow. I think so. That's rare. That doesn't that doesn't happen very often. Let me double check up the up the creek DVD. I mean, if anything, it was probably uh, DVD bootlegs. Yeah, no, I don't think it was ever released. Uh, there's an all-region DVD on eBay. So that's probably a bootleg. And I guarantee you, if I go on uh, YouTube, that there's going to be 100 posts of that movie saying, Up the Creek, full movie. Because uh, all these douchebags like to do that so that you can click on these links and either get a virus or they get advertising dollars. Yeah, I'm almost positive this was never released on DVD. It went from VHS to Blu-ray. And it's not that it's not that rare because oh wait, hang on. Oh yeah, here yeah, we like go. I'm... Up the Creek full movie. Hour and fourteen minutes. Up the Creek full movie. Hour and fourteen minutes and forty eight seconds. Up the Creek full movie. It's just <sighs> They should just not be allowed to do that shit. Hang on. A Amazon will tell me. No, there is a DVD. There is a DVD. Okay. Amazon has a DVD for sale, 1949. Who, who, I never knew. Who released the uh, the Blu-ray? I don't remember. Who was the company that did it? It's not Shout uh, Factory, is it? I, it is... Uh, Speaking of uh, Shout Factory, did you hear that uh, their subdivision, Scream Factory... Because the Scream Factory is like for their horror films that they do. They're yeah. doing a two-disc special edition of The Thing. Really? Yeah. Wow, they're, they're really stepping up in the world. Yeah. Um, it doesn't say here who... who uh, studio. Kino Lorber. I don't know who that is. What else have they released? Yeah. I have no idea. I just... Well, you know what? I'll find them on Blue... Uh, Kino Lorber... 
Experience Cinema. Oh. Wow. They have a lot of fucking movies. They got 15 plus pages on Blu-ray.com. Because any... Blu-ray.com is actually really good at keeping track of what Blu-rays are released. Because it's the official site. Uh, Kino Lorber has done Solar Babies on Blu-ray. Up the Creek. They've done Candy. They've done The Mark of Zorro from 1940. Uh... They've got a Buster Keaton film. Ooh, what is this? Oh, they did I'm Gonna Get You Sucker. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they, oh, wow, they did Metropolis. Delirious. They did fucking Delirious? That's what I'm seeing. How come, oh, the... how come I don't have that on Blu-ray then? Uh, the Long Goodbye. They did The Long Goodbye in Blu-ray. How did Warner... Well, Warner Brothers owns that. They, I don't know how they got that. Steel Justice. Oh, my God. With the fucking bad guy from the Karate Kid, the sensei. Uh-huh. You, you, this, I remember seeing this, this this poster and box art. And yeah, I have it. Every time I went into a mom-and-pop store. Mom I have and pop it. Yeah, video I grabbed store. that. Jesus. Oh, they did Nosferatu as well. Wonder if Gino has that one. Uh, he's Gino says that Kino uh, is going to be putting out Ape in 3D Blu-ray. 3D, huh? Yep. Uh huh. <laughs> Charles Bronson uh, in the film Assassin. <laughs> oh my God! Highway to Hell. Oh, we reviewed that. We did review that. I don't have I don't have that on Blu-ray. I gotta get that. Madhouse. Wow. Oh, Madhouse. Yeah, I, I saw that. That, that was that, out on Blu-ray. Yeah, that was out. I guess you know, you know, yeah. we're hitting a point where where they're releasing shit on Blu-ray. So we finally came. Blu-ray's finally, you know, around this day. Yeah. You know, long. That they still release. I think they only do new releases on DVD. So, like, for instance, you know, Batman vs. Superman, when that comes out, it'll be DVD and Blu-ray. But any of this older stuff, even if it's, like, first time on Blu-ray, like, say, Up the Creek, they don't even bother with the DVD. It's it's on Blu-ray, and that's it. Because it's not any more expensive than DVD. This Up the Creek film is probably 10 bucks, 10 or $15 at the most. Yeah. Wow, what else have they done? They did FX. <laughs> River's Edge. Ooh. Ooh, they did the Real Men uh, Blu-ray. Nice. Oh. I like the Real Men. I only I, ha- I, I only have a German uh I only have a German HD TV rip of that, which is like 6 minutes shorter than the actual runtime. Is that the one I have? I, I it's going to be the one you have. Oh, okay. all right, fine. Because I gave it to you. Oh, okay. But I didn't realize, and that's one of the reasons why I, I check all my run times, because, um, because of that film. Because it's six minutes shorter. The why fuck, the fuck what, is the six minutes what the shorter? Fuck, what the fuck did those... I mean, they watch Scheiser videos. What are they cutting six minutes out of Real Men for? Seriously. Hmm. 
no Nazis in it. Yeah. All right, I think it's time to end the show. I think we're done. I think we're done, too. Let's go ahead and do that. Yeah, let's Ooh. do that. Let's do it. No. There we go. Okay. Movies <laughs> is a podcast about wrong one. It is the wrong one. Whoops. It's another sign. God is fucking with us. We shouldn't have opened our mouths. Yeah, I know. Oh my god. Uh, there it is. <laughs> End of the show. Jesus Christ. No! What the fuck is this? <laughs> Dude, this is bad. This is bad. This is this is this is really bad. It's right here. Everyone can see it in the video. MST ending. This is getting scary. Man. Just starts the movie again. It just it's like, no, you're gonna watch this shit again. You are. Uh, and this time, maybe you'll learn something. Maybe. Anyway. All right, everyone. This is episode 211 of Movie Sucktastic, wow. where we review God's Not Dead. As always, yes, yes. we thank you for joining us. You can go to our website at moviesucktastic.com. You can download all of our shows there. You can listen to them on the site as well. I finally updated the player for... It just it got out of hand. I think I was like 15 episodes behind. The iTunes is always up to date, but our website, yeah. I just did not have time for it. But it is now good to go. You can obviously tune in every Thursday at 8 o'clock, and you can watch the show live. We obviously recommend that way. We would love to have you join us. Uh, you can go to iTunes, and you can download the shows there as well. Or if while you're there, go ahead and rate us. We always appreciate that. You can leave us email at the movie guys at moviesucktastic.com. If you want to leave us voicemail, uh, which we will play on the show, uh, it's 908 514 4470. And uh, you can download the free app for your Android device. It's 100% free. Everything I said is in there, including facebook.com slash moviesucktastic. We put everything there. And also our Tumblr page at moviesucktastic.tumblr.com. And uh, if you want to just do a general search for Movie Sucktastic in your favorite search engine, Scott likes Google. Google it. You can go ahead and do that. We come up everywhere. So. And, and if you want to know what uh, user-voted movies we'll be reviewing next episode, check out the Facebook page. We'll be announcing it in advance by a couple of days. Otherwise, you'll be surprised. That's right. So. Do you have any words of wisdom, Mr. Wilson, before we depart? God is dead? <laughs> Good enough. All right, everybody. We will talk to you next week. Bye-bye. What, this couldn't have waited until after dinner? That's right. <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah.